Do you see this? C.J. Stroud turned down going to the Manning Passing Academy? Yeah. What are you doing? But do you see how this is all now coming out Yes. right before the draft? It's funny how that works, yeah, right? It's There's exactly people that want this information leaked because I think that one's a little overblown. Did you see why he skipped the Manning camp, though? Is he skipped the Manning camp to work out with his teammates at Ohio State. Yeah, the ultimate no, teammates. No, no. So you can spin this, though, you any can, way that you want it. But you don't it. turn down football royalty like that. Ah, you know you what? just don't. You know, if you're C.J. Stroud, though, to hell with the Mannings. Go throw balls to Jackson Smith and the Jigba, baby. He's already done that. Go learn from the Mannings. No, you know what? I Actually, Nick, I'm with you. That that should drop C.J. to at least pick number two. Bryce goes number one overall. <laughs> I have plus 300 reasons why I want to see well, Bryce go number one overall. You know what Bryce Young is? His player comp, and I think I've actually heard this, but I'm stealing it anyway because I said this before. He's Steph Curry, where you don't know how to evaluate him because he's not the biggest guy, but like the way that he plays the game, the things that he does, I think he's going to be a really good pro. And I think we're going to be like, ha, remember when people didn't want to draft Bryce Young because he's six foot? Like he's not Kyler six foot where he has to, like if he gets injured, and he's not 100% that he can't beat you with his legs, that he just completely falls apart because he can't sit in the pocket and tear you apart. Mm -hmm. Bryce wants to sit in the pocket and tear you apart. And he can move, man. And he's a playmaker, and guys like him. Like, Jalen's not the biggest guy, but what did he always have? Like, the intangibles. Like, people loved him. You saw the video of him working out, and everybody, he just got to Oklahoma, and all of his teammates are there, and he's deadlifting and squatting a billion Jalen Hurts pounds. is a pretty big guy. No, he, yeah. I mean, he's a big, strong guy, yeah. but he's not 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, sure. like... You know what I mean? Like, we always hear about, like, Zach Mettenberg. It's always, like, you know. Um, Christian Hackenberg. Ryan Mallet. Kelly, Ryan Mallet. Right. Like, these, like, Brock big, tall Eisler. guys. Yeah, and they never hey, end up Osweiler. I was trying to think of who was 6'7". Osweiler was 6'7". Yeah. Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch was. the poster boy for that. Yeah. And, you know, every once in a while, there are those special guys that aren't the biggest. Like, Aaron Rodgers is probably 6'1". Drew Brees is 6'. Russell Wilson's probably, what, 6'. And, like, you know, Kyler hasn't been healthy the last couple of years. But two years ago, they got off to that 7-0, 8-0 start, whatever, before losing to Green Bay. And we were talking about Kyler like he was going to be the MVP of the league. So I think that it's going to be Bryce. He's going to be the number one overall pick. I hope so. I do think CJ is going to be really good, too. And then anybody else, I think, is going to be a project. Bryce is the most talented, and it makes the most sense. And he's the one that's been talked about as the number one overall pick for a long time. See, what we get this time of year during lying season is the truth at the beginning. Yeah. Team's real original thoughts, their true intentions, what their draft board... These draft boards are already put together long before the NFL draft, long before the season's over. They're keeping an eye on guys, what type of position, what they look for. That, that, that stuff is discussed long before. These teams have their idea, and they've watched real game. Not their workouts, not yeah. in shorts, not throwing a football to hit the ceiling. No one cares about that. Like, it's cool, and it's great to go viral on Twitter, but it's just not something that people care that much about. Like, I, I really doubt that the Texans were like, oh, did you see what Anthony Richardson did? He threw he hit the ceiling. We have to draft him. It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. See, well, that most of the time. Jamarcus Russell, it kind of did a little bit. So that, that, most of the time you don't get that. But what you will have is, like you said, you're, right, you're dropping some hints out there. You're, you're leaking some things to agents or people in the media, and you're oh, yeah. saying things like, Oh, you know, he didn't go to this passing camp. I don't know if you know about this. I don't know if he's a good leader. Meanwhile, you got people writing columns. My column, why C.J. Stroud is not a good leader. And it just it starts to spread like a wildfire. Meanwhile, there's a there's somebody sitting going, <laughs> yeah. my plan has worked. So, yeah, I in the end, to me, the most important thing is what they did on the field in college. It really is. The workouts are cool, but it's just not it's just not real football. Yeah. No, I mean, I agree. I, I 
So I think probably Bryce goes number one overall. CJ goes number two, though. I'm not buying into the Will Anderson number two hype or anybody else going number two. I think both quarterbacks go off the board. And then after that, with Arizona at pick number three, that's where I think it gets crazy. But, like, right now, if you didn't get Bryce earlier, I don't think there's any reason to bet him right now. I don't really even think there's any reason to bet CJ to go number one overall and take a shot. I just don't think it's going to happen. But I do still like CJ Stroud plus 275 to go second overall. Maybe you want to wait another day see what smoke's coming out about him next, you know, and maybe you get a better price. But I, I think he goes number two overall. I mean, the Texans are taking a quarterback. I think they are too, but this is this is the classic thing too, right? Oh, we're not really sold on anybody. Let's just, what kind of offers are we going to get? And that's that's the smart thing to do is to take your time and see if teams are interested. Where if, Look, if you're the Texans, you got a lot of needs. You're not you're not looking to make the playoffs next year. Maybe you surprise people and you, yeah. it, somehow it happens. We've, it's the NFL. It's possible. I don't think they're going to. I'm just saying, like, we've seen the history of that. Sometimes it does happen in the NFL. But what I do know is you got a lot of needs. And if you have the ability to trade down and get multiple first-round picks for somebody else that wants C.J. Stroud or Will Levis, I mean, who knows? Then, yeah, you consider making that move. If not, yeah. the problem is, and I know you've said this, is the let's tank for Caleb Williams next year. Tanking so doesn't, even in the NFL, doesn't guarantee Because you got to tell those players, hey, guys, need you to suck all year and not try. Yeah. The Texans tried at the end of this season, and that's the reason why they have the number two overall pick. It's so hard to tank in the NFL, too, right? But at least you know you're guaranteed the number one overall pick, mm-hmm. right? Worst record will actually get right. you that. You There's no yeah, lottery. You the lot There's no balls, lottery. Which is good. Yeah. Uh, but, but still, I do think that the quarterbacks go top two. And then at number three overall, like if I didn't play anything right now, that's the way that I would do this, though, like looking at it right now. I'd go CJ plus 275. And then third overall, I still do think it's Will Anderson just because he's the best defensive player in this draft. I don't think he has the highest ceiling, but I think you know what he is, right? Like he's the most NFL-ready where with Will Anderson, he's probably going to have 10 and a half sacks every other year. He's never going to have like 18 and a half. He's not TJ Watt, and he's not Micah Parsons. But he's going to be a really, really good pro, pro bowler. So I think, like, Arizona, you're already set at quarterback. This is kind of like a wash year anyway because Kyler's not going to be ready. Plus 250 on Will Anderson, third overall. I do kind of like that. So that's what I would do with the top three right there. Will Levis is starting to get some steam to the Colts at number four. Yeah, once that market comes up, what I kind of want to do would be go under on Will Levis at like four and a half and again like I don't know what numbers are going to be up at BetMGM but that's what I would do I'd go Levis under four and a half he's going to go early and then I would go over on Richardson four and a half if you have to go five and a half the problem is the price is probably going to suck it's just like there is one market where Levis is plus 140 with Indy as the favorite and then Houston at two to one yeah and then Vegas six to one I would go with uh Indy with Mm -hmm. with Levis try to play that exact result and then I don't know what I would do with Richardson just because because of what you said, like when that w- when there was all the hype with him going number one overall or him sneaking into the top five, which of course could still happen because he's a quarterback, it was after the combine, after his workout. But we already knew all those things. Anybody that watched Anthony Richardson for the last couple of years or last year, especially at Florida, knew that he was a freak athlete. And like so seeing him in shorts jump really high and run really fast and make every single throw didn't surprise me. But like go back and watch him in those games. Um and uh, so I think he falls out of the top five. I, I do think he probably goes top 10, top 15, but I think he goes a little bit later on. So that's what I would do there. Levis under and Richardson over. It's it's just tricky with these with quarterbacks like Levis and Anthony Richardson because you see the raw talent, but there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Like I'm almost convinced what's more likely to happen 
Because, like, Indy needs a quarterback now. Yeah. You're going to start Levis week one? I, I would hope not. I, I would do it. They might, though. They might, You know though. what I mean? Like, in, the, in in that division, you just might. I it, mean, obviously, you have Jacksonville there, and Jacksonville's probably going to win double-digit games if they stay, stay healthy. And now they get Kelvin Ridley, too. And we'll see what they're they're able to do. I love the, the Jags this year, by the way. So, so oh, do man. I. But they just might, man. And just like, hey, you know, we still got a really good defense, pretty good defense. We still we're gonna have a healthy Jonathan Taylor. We, our offensive line isn't what it was three years ago, but it's still pretty good. Maybe they just try to be like a running team and try to win seven, eight games, and then go all in for next year. Because it's not like I don't think that there's anybody out there that the Colts could start that's gonna make them a uh, Super Bowl contender week one. Well, I mean, what if, what if a team surprises you? And like, okay, let's say Levis is actually falls past the Colts at that point. All right. So you're, he falls by four, and then Seattle doesn't take him. They go like Jalen Carter or whoever. Like they go defense. Then does it become a trade up race? Does a team decide they want to trade up? Like maybe like a team even like I I mean the Lions are like kind of built to win this year because of the favorites in the NFC North, and they really need a defensive back. Like, an exact result I'd probably pick would be Witherspoon to go to the Lions from Illinois. That seems like a perfect fit if they can move up, like, to pick six. But also, what if they go Levis? I mean, if he falls, man, the Lions might get their quarterback of the future. Even if Jared, I mean, Jared Goff's going to be the guy. What about Minnesota? I mean, are they sold on Kirk Cousins? It doesn't sound like it because there's rumors that they tried to trade for Trey Lance. The Raiders are there, too. What about the Baltimore Ravens trading up from 22. Don't even put those they words in your get mouth. Get yeah. Will Levis, and he's a new Baltimore Ravens starting quarterback, PJ. No chance. If anybody, be Richardson. That's the only guy I think they would want. Like, they would want Stroud and Bryce, but they're right. not going to go with those two. Between right. Richardson and Levis, I think Richardson. You know what my hot take is for this draft? My hot take is that... Um, like, I think Hendon Hooker is going to be a better quarterback than Anthony Richardson. I do, too. I actually really like Hendon Hooker. And people scoff at me because they're like, oh, he's 25. So what? I think he's going to he, go early. I think he's going to be a first-round pick. Yeah. I think he's I, a back end there, of the first round. I, okay, I was there maybe even second maybe second round, but I do think he goes before the third. And I think he's going to be – I think he's going to have a solid career. I mean, like, the knock on him is obviously the knee injury and the offense that he played in. But you can make – that's the same knock right now all of a sudden on C.J. Stroud. Oh, we saw what Justin Fields did at Ohio State or – you know, it's a system offense with a bunch of five-star wide receivers. they were saying that about Patrick Mahomes, and then he went to a good system in the pros and was still good. Joe Burrow did it at LSU. Yeah. I mean, he was throwing to Justin Jefferson. I mean, the the difference is, though, that like, Joe Burrow's still throwing to most of those guys because right. he got I, the I, I just, Chase with him to Cincy. That's, to, I, that's just that, not always the case, but sometimes yeah. that's a really lazy narrative because I agree. you can go to a system that also helps a quarterback succeed and have good coaching. Again, the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, it's worked out well. If Patrick Mahomes went to Washington and had to deal with Ron Rivera's offense, it wouldn't have been the same. I promise you. Yeah. It's just not the same. Yeah. So system matters, especially for a young quarterback. It really dictates a lot of their future success. I, David Carr, not Derek Carr, David Carr is always an example that I think of. And I don't know whether he would have been a great quarterback, but what I do know is he was drafted by the expansion Texans, and they had the worst offensive line in NFL history. Yeah. And he was sacked a record amount of times and had no chance to develop, and they started him week one. How are you going to develop as a young quarterback when you can't even throw the football? So it Hendon Hooker could be in the right situation. And I mean, maybe it's like maybe it's the 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 Saints. Like could the Saints decide to take him at twenty nine? I mean they should. And they sit him for a year even. He doesn't I mean he's still coming off the you know the knee injury anyway. Yeah, I mean, you know, how many good years has Car have in him? I, I, I wouldn't hate that for them. I don't know. I, I do think that there'll be a team. Absolutely for him. And then the other I think the best bet that you can make as far as like what's on the sheet right here, 
uh, for the first wide receiver really quickly. Jackson Smith, the Jigba at minus 275, I think is just absolutely ridiculous as far as the price. Like, all these guys have had their run. I don't think there's a great receiver. I would love to say Jordan Addison, but the only problem with him, man, like I talked about last night, is he's five foot ten. He doesn't wow you. He's not Deshaun Jackson. He doesn't have four two, four three right, speed. Right. He's kind of slow. So I would go with Quentin Johnston at this price right here. I mean, if you're getting fifty to one odds, that's where Quentin jo- that's where uh Quentin Johnston is right it's now. It's ten to one. Oh, it's ten to one? Oh, I, I was like, Jesus, because I can't even find it right now. I mean still that's MGM. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. I could see him go into the Chargers at twenty one. And he's six foot three. Because a lot of these guys are tweeners. Like a lot of these guys, like I love Jalen Hyatt, but are you taking is the first receiver going to be six foot 175 pounds in the draft i don't know about that and the chargers like big tall receivers i might play that exact result because justin herbert now has kellen moore as his offensive coordinator meaning he's finally going to be able to push the ball down the field you saw what johnston did at tcu with duggan throwing him the yeah. deep balls he's six three he's 208 pounds perfect size for that offense i actually like him at 10 to 1 to be first receiver off the board and I like him to go to the Chargers. I think that that's a match made in heaven. And I think he goes before Jackson Smith the Jigba, who we haven't seen play football in a year and a half, really. A couple times last year. Yeah, I, it, it's the receiver market. You tend to see the big guys go first unless you are a really, really fast receiver. But we know that just because you're fast in college doesn't mean yeah. anything once you get to the NFL. Yeah, and that's like what I like to do, though, as far as, you know, like first receiver taken or first tight end is you look at where the teams are selecting going with this receiver to go to this team or tight end set to this team. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll use Green Bay as an example. They don't like small receivers. So everybody keeps talking about Hyatt. I just don't know that they would draft him. He's six foot. They like those gadget-type guys, but they usually usually get him in the later rounds or they usually pick those guys up in free agency. They like, like Christian Watson last year, 6'3", 6'4", burner. And so you could kind of, like, pair teams to – their preference and that's why i really like johnston to the chargers they love big tall receivers so that's what i like to do you know and that's why you could look at philadelphia that's why there's so much steam on Bijan because of how they use their running backs but then we know that dallas needs a running back really bad because zeke's gone tony pollard's probably not going to be ready to start the season even though they use the franchise tag on him so maybe jerry tries to move up i just think there's going to be a lot of good value here coming up uh here in the next couple of days. You just have to sift through, out a little bit more. sift through all the garbage. Yeah, the problem is, man, I wish Elon could have waited on the blue check mark stuff because now I have to triple check my sources every um, time. It's a disaster. I hate Twitter so much now. It's so bad. Like, I'm not going to compl- I, I don't even, like, I, I, this is this is my only complaint for it's going to be the NFL draft. Like, this is going to yeah, be this people is nonsense. Gonna, we couldn't wait one week. God, people are going to get fooled so much by fake accounts on Twitter now. So many of them. There's already we look. We've all been duped at one point. Got to go back to Facebook, I guess. I guess I think all MySpace. Aunts and uncles. MySpace. Talk politics. Yes, lots of politics. Yeah. So we should MySpace. do on this show. Me, lots of Tom. politics. Yeah. <laughs>